It's Friday, September 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. More workers across a range of industries are going on strike, seeking pay raises to catch up to inflation, while the tight labor market has taken away some of the risk of walking off the job. In the past few weeks, thousands of teachers in Ohio and Washington, nursing home workers in Pennsylvania, and mental health therapists in California have walked picket lines after contract negotiations broke down over wages and other issues. Other workers have held day-long walkouts as they try to unionize coffee shops, distribution centers, and other workplaces. There were 180 strikes involving roughly 78,000 workers in the first six months of this year, up from 102 involving 26,500 workers in the same period a year earlier. This week, a tentative deal brokered by the Biden administration averted a strike of railroad workers that had been set to begin today, largely over scheduling and work-life balance issues. The agreement has yet to be approved by the unions. In other news, House lawmakers approved a proposal to cement employment protections for hard-to-fire federal workers, seeking to counter a move by former President Donald Trump to weaken their job security. In a 225-204 to vote, lawmakers passed a bill from Representative Jerry Connolly to reset several categories of employment for career federal workers to ones that existed in September 2020. The Senate is considering a similar bill, which will require bipartisan support to advance in that chamber. If passed by both chambers and signed by President Biden, the bill would eliminate a category of Schedule F employees, a new designation that Mr. Trump created by executive order in October 2020. Mr. Biden rescinded that executive order shortly after taking office and before federal agencies could begin redesignating existing workers. Around the world, Ukrainian authorities said Thursday that they staved off flooding caused by a Russian missile strike on the southern city of Kriviri as Moscow targeted the dam with new salvos and Ukrainian forces consolidated their positions in recently retaken areas. Changing its strategy after stinging military defeats, Russia this week began a campaign of cruise missile strikes on Ukraine's civilian infrastructure. Wednesday's initial attack on the dam followed a strike on Monday that disabled the main power station in the country's second-largest city of Kharkiv, knocking out electricity in much of eastern Ukraine. Ukrainian authorities have contained the damage, restoring services in a matter of hours. Still, a sustained Russian effort to destroy Ukrainian power stations, dams, bridges, and pipelines could over time severely degrade the country's ability to function, especially as winter sets in. Back in the U.S., U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon appointed a respected retired judge to independently review the documents the FBI seized from former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. In an order Thursday, Judge Cannon named Raymond J. Deary, a former chief federal judge in New York, as a special master to assess the seized materials to determine whether they are protected by any privileges and make recommendations over any disputes between the government and Mr. Trump about how the items are characterized. Mr. Trump's legal team had recommended Mr. Deary to the Post, and the Justice Department said he was an acceptable choice. She also ordered the government to provide Mr. Trump's lawyers with access to the documents marked as classified 
those which the Justice Department had described as containing sensitive national security information under the supervision of the special master, and the flood of grief from the death of Queen Elizabeth II forced the British government to call a temporary halt to people joining a miles-long line to file past her coffin as it lay in state Friday, hours before King Charles III and his siblings were to stand vigil in the historic Westminster Hall. A live tracker of the queue said it was at capacity and entry was being paused for six hours as waiting time reached 14 hours and the line stretched five miles from Parliament to Southwark Park in London and then around the park. Now you know and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.